Now's the time to tell tales of the unaccountable. Kidnapping of Batastic Proportions? Dick Grayson, age 12, clinching in terror? The longest ride in the history of the world? The Man of Steel, damned to damnation? Robot machines? Really? Robot machines? A collarbone doesn't bend that way. Frank Miller, you insane bastard. Where did all your talent go? Find out in this episode of Pulp Nightmare. So, okay, after that bit of insanity, um, let's say we get into the fifth issue. Is, yeah. Are you, are you ready for this? Uh, hold on, let me get straps out. <clears throat> all right, I am firmly planted to my chair. I've uh you, I, you wanna leave? I'm I'm completely immobile now. Okay. I'm stuck here. Okay. Let's do it. All Star Batman and Robin, the Boy Wonder number five. With the cover the amazing cover, by the way, of Batman covered in blood beating the crap out of the reader. <laughs> because Frank Miller is just absolutely bipolar. Which, you know, is pretty dead on from what we've seen so far. Yeah. <laughs> and it starts already. <laughs> Metropolis, the city of dreams, men's dreams. <laughs> Wonder Woman is the first page. Oh, no, no. Wonder Woman with a gladiator tiara wearing a trench coat over her costume is walking towards camera angrily. Admittedly badass. A hobo is saying marry me while holding up a tequila bottle. And here's Wonder Woman's dialogue. Out of my way, sperm bank. <laughs> and a dude with a briefcase looks horrified and says, yes, ma'am, whatever you say, ma'am. It stinks of men, <laughs> of doorways and abandoned, obsolete phone booths used as urinals. Of alcohol-soaked morning sweat and stale cigarette smoke and inky diesel fumes and sickeningly sweet aftershave. I, why did he go so detailed with that? What is Frank Miller's problem with aftershave? <laughs> the wind off the water does little to scatter the stink. It leaves a bad taste, this world of men. Men. They can't do anything right. I like how in Frank Miller's world, everybody's sexist. Men, women, dogs, aardvarks. I also like how he's basically doing the stereotype of what people think Wonder Woman is. Pretty much. But he's doing it non-ironically. He actually thinks this is what Wonder Woman is. (laughs) No, no, it's a parody. Oh. (laughs) Okay, so Wonder Woman approaches a door that says, Danger! 80,000 volts. Is this out in the middle of the street? Yes. Okay. And she pushes it open, breaking chains, which, by the way, makes no sense because there are other people in there. <laughs> they so lock why themselves so- in. Oh! 
Yeah. Also, no wonder Metropolis needs a fucking Superman if they just have dangerous boxes filled with electricity just sitting around for anybody to play in. As steel doors. The world... Uh, oh, God. She's even talking about the door. <laughs> She's talking about the door dramatically. What? The words on the door speak a lie. Men always lie about everything. <laughs> what? Is Wonder Woman drunk? It's very possible. Is she going in there to prove it's not dangerous? <laughs> it's her big declaration. <laughs> She's just insane. I open this door, men lie. <laughs> what? No, I, I, I didn't. That's not actually a line. But I wouldn't be surprised if it were. Here's an actual line. Men always make a mess out of everything. Everything. At least they insisted on meeting a metropolis. As bad as this is, it's not that cesspool they call Gotham City. Gotham City with its awful Batman. By all accounts, he's the worst of the lot. He's an outrage. Even by the standards of men, he's an outrage. It's blindfully obvious that what needs to be done about this Batman, pray the men have the belly for it. And while she's doing this, she's taking off her robe. With their cleavage and midair. Naturally. Also, as far as making a mess go, she did just break chains and leave them sitting on the sidewalk. That's littering. Quite frankly, Wonder Woman, that's illegal here in the man's world. I don't know about fucking Themyscira. I mean, just throw your trash willy-nilly everywhere and pollute the fucking ocean. Fuck that, Princess Diana. Go back to your own fucking country. I just had the middle image of every Amazon Themyscira breaking doors and then rebuilding them. <laughs> just like wasteful. It's so fucking wasteful. Like that's all they do because they don't, they have all the time in the world on that goddamn island. <laughs> they just break doors down and rebuild them. Not doing nothing. Doing no good for nobody. Okay, close up shot of Diana's cleavage. Well, you know. Pray that just this once, the men have the guts to do what needs doing. Once again, repeating what was just said a thousand goddamn times. Also, if, if it's a close-up for cleavage, it just looks like she just wants people to motor. It just sounds like she wants people to motor motor. <laughs> I'm looking at the panel now. That really does look like my <laughs> Do what needs to be done. <laughs> Superman just goes up. <laughs> right through a mountain. <laughs> and then they create Supergirl. Um, okay, now Frank's narration starts. Diana, heir to the throne of the Amazons. Wonder Woman. Sure she is. It's a Okay, here's a close-up of her walking across the room. <laughs> tank, 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 tank. And she stops. Gentlemen, okay, here we go. A full-page spread of the Justice League of America with Superman, Hal Jordan, and Plastic Man. You know the Justice League, which we all know them all. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the fact that Frank Miller's a fan of Plastic Man. <laughs> just fuck it, Plastic Man's in there. So, in this, I want to describe this image before I continue. Superman is looking off to the side, bending a steel girder for no reason, and tearing it to shreds, because he's angry. Damn! <laughs> Howl is just sitting there, relaxed, and making hands with 
his ring like as constructs, but it makes no sense because they're just hands <laughs> doing gestures. Like one Fuck is you, Hal Jordan. <laughs> like one is lifted up in the air, just doing nothing. The other one is making like a thumbs up, like a sideways thumbs up. It makes no goddamn sense. Is Hal retarded? Would you be surprised? Space Dam. <laughs> and then Plastic Man is in the shape of a fire hydrant. I'm gonna let that sit there. Does he want Wonder Woman to pee on him? <laughs> Like, this is a glimpse into Frank Miller's fractured psyche. <laughs> like, this is the shit he sees on day-to-day business. Like, he meets Jim, uh, up with Jim Lee. He thinks he's a fire hydrant. How confused do you think Jim Lee was while he was drawing this? Just going back, looking at the script. Why is he bending steel? <laughs> By the way, this is the first time Superman says dialogue other than the word damn. Superman... May I remind you, has made three appearances prior to this. <laughs> okay. I told you, Diana. I told you all. From the first moment I heard of that maniac, I knew his methods would make us all look like monsters. We'd all be soiled by him in the public eye. And now he's kidnapped a little boy. He'll be the excuse they've been looking for to destroy us. We have to bring him in. Turn him over to the authorities. Why is why is Superman British? I why not? He's not Superman in this anyway. That is a good point. He's just a British guy pretending to be Superman. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> I'm gonna start speaking in Cockney for Batman now. <laughs> the rain on my chest is a baptism. <laughs> I'm born again. <laughs> okay, so Hal speaks up because he's. Just not doing anything else. He's there. Okay, so it looks bad, but we've got no proof he actually kidnapped that kid. All we've seen is a news photo of him tossing the young fellow into his car. Jordan is. <laughs> this guy is in charge of protecting an entire space quadrant. <laughs> you got a guy like ah, you know, he's probably asking for it. That's literally what he says later. Maybe he's just watching out for him. Sure, he plays it rough. He's got no respect for the law. And yeah, maybe he's a little unhinged. But that's no reason to run off half-cocked. I'm going to let that sit there. I say we find him and try to talk some sense into him. Then we take a boat. Plaz? Plaz. Plastic Man speaks up. And here comes the full retardation of Frank Miller's insanity. I vote we bring him on board. I think the Bee Man is cool. He'd make us look edgier. I'm ready for my punishment, Princess P. Shower it on. (laughs) I like how the framework of that made no sense. Like, bring Batman on the Justice League, beat me up, Wonder Woman. Like, that. those two things didn't go together at all. (laughs) He just had, like, there was no segue there. And as it turns out, Plastic Man is to hardcore S&M. <laughs> well, to be fair, that's the one thing Frank Miller's written into this that actually makes sense, now that I have to think about it. It makes Plastic Man more interesting. <laughs> so, I-, I should also read off the um, captions for all this. <laughs> Superman, last son of the lost planet Krypton, the man of steel. Plastic Man, shape-changing nutcase. 
I mean, it's accurate, so. Yeah, I mean, also, I like how detailed Superman's was in Plastic Man, just like, no, he shapeshifts. <laughs> Description for Green Lantern. Even Miller forgot how was there. Okay, so then we cut to Diana looking around the room angrily because she's like, these fucking men. She's just not even paying attention to anything they're saying. So her words is, right after he made the crack about punishment and all that, basically after he tried to get her to choke him while he masturbated, essentially. And most likely poop on his chest. Yeah. Shut up. You call yourselves men. Here it comes, Big Blue. Rawr! He literally says that. Then she repeats with, shut up. We should have taken a shut up count for this book so far. Oh, God. I want to go back and do that now because it would be in the thousands. (laughs) Okay, now now she's looking over at Superman and waving a pointing finger menacingly. (laughs) And you, you call yourself a Superman, cow-towing to these ants, turn him over to the authorities, you say? Talk some sense into him, you say? Take a vote? You make me sick. All of you. And the part you're waiting for is about to come up. Settle down, Diana. You're new to this world. You don't know the rules. Oh, I know your damn rules, farm boy. You've told me over your damn rules. Obey, obey, obey. Mince about and shuffle your feet and apologize for what you are. Obey. Never show them your true power. Rescue cats stuck in trees and nab petty bank robbers and and prostrate yourself before whatever vermin their stupid elections prop up as authorities. You're pathetic. He's getting political now. (laughs) Now, Plastic Man in this shot... Masturbating. (laughs) Kind of. He's in the shape of a bear trap latching onto Superman's leg. Superman, of course, has no reaction because he's fucking Superman. (laughs) Oh, Frank, you're clever, I guess? I don't know what that means. Meanwhile, Hal makes a construct of a hanger as as Diana drops her trench coat, because that's how useful he is. I'll hold your coat. <laughs> Actually, oh, I missed something. Her line of dialogue next is, make yourself useful, Lantern. Take my coat. <laughs> <laughs> There's no good people in this comic book. No. Except Alfred, with his muscle-bound nature. Even he's incompetent. So, as she's berating him, Plastic Man goes, Whoa! Felt that one right between the legs, huh, Kent? Clark responds with, Shut up. Diana, <laughs> this isn't getting us anywhere. We have, a co- we have a situation. It's complex. Cooler heads than yours have to prevail. Now, there's a full-on shot of Diana looking menacing once again. Because that's all her mode is in this comic. By the way, this is our one and only appearance. <laughs> you want cooler, farm boy? I'll give you cooler. I'll give you cold. Cold and simple. We hunt down this Batman like a rabid dog. We kill him. We chop off his head and plant it on a stake and present it to your authorities as their first gift from the Justice League. We announce to all the world that we police our own. If none of you are man enough, I'll dispatch that psychopath myself. This is Zack Snyder's Justice League. I just realized that. You got that tingling, too, as you were reading, huh? <laughs> yeah. So 
Diana is a full-blown psychopath. <laughs> I mean, everyone in this comic is, but still. And also, I get the feeling that if this comic would have gone on, like, Superman or Batman and Wonder Woman would have hooked up, and Superman would have been left high and dry. I have a lot in common. Yeah, because they're both just insane. Here's my comment. They didn't invite Batman on the Justice League, but Wonder Woman got in? Hey, they, they didn't want to appear sexist. <laughs> also, they didn't want their heads cut off. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, I just want to preface this and say, ever since we came up with the plan to do this, this was the moment of inspiration <laughs> that completely brought it full circle. This was the reason we're doing this review. It starts off with a Bella worthy of Zeus, then a wind that Boreas might envy. She's a fragile twig, a blade of grass tossed aside in the wake of an angry god. He doesn't even have to touch her. Damn you, Diana! <laughs> Damn you when you're in! Superman's gone back to his go-to. Okay, let me start that over because we we lost our shit. Damn you, Diana! Damn you and your amateur! <laughs> <laughs> damn you, Diana! I'll get, I'll get through this. Oh, damn you, Diana was nearly the title of the series. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Right, blue Ocean. Okay, calm, calm, calm. Damn you, Diana! Damn you and your... <laughs> God. It's God that next line. Me. It's Get that second right. line. It's that second line. Okay. Damn you, Diana. Damn you and your Amazon arrogance. You don't know anything. <laughs> Fucking insane. Superman is the best. You haven't gotten to the insane part. Okay, okay, go. go. Uh, this was where the series really peaked. <laughs> Damn you, Diana. Damn you and your Amazon arrogance. You don't know anything. This is my world. These are my people. These are my rules. If you commit murder on my land, you'll pay for it with your own precious Amazon plot. <laughs> Superman just threatened to kill Wonder Woman if she kills somebody. <laughs> They're in a basement somewhere. <laughs> okay. I just want to do that line one more time because I, I'm sure no one heard that between our laughter. <laughs> Damn you, Diana. Damn you and your Amazon arrogance. You don't know anything. This is my world. These are my people. These are my rules. If you commit murder on my land, you'll pay for it with your own precious Amazon blood. That was Superman. <laughs> the man of tomorrow himself. The quintessential superhero, the superhero by which every superhero is inspired, and Frank Miller's idea of him is him punching a steel girder while threatening the life of Wonder Woman. <laughs> and saying damn a lot. As Superman makes that outburst, Plastic Man is in the shape of a kite and flying away like a coward. Now you're talking, dude. Now you're talking. Eat floor, Queen Bee. Stop saying things, Plastic Man. Uh, don't don't worry. He'll someone will say shut up. Not Hal though, because they forgot he's there. The Earthling mask falls away. For a moment, it's as if the planet itself will shatter to bits. 
So Wonder Woman is on the ground, bleeding out the mouth because Superman curb stomped the pavement. You bastard! <laughs> you bastard! I hate your guts! She takes her coat. You bastard! I hate your guts! You make me sick! Plastic Man in the next panel is in the shape of a nuclear blast. Here it comes, boys and girls. DEFCON 1. And to your surprise, Hal says, shut up. (laughs) And that's why Hal's there. (laughs) I hate your guts. You make me sick. Then she spits out blood. You make me sick. The next panel is... Superman and Wonder Woman making out passionately. (laughs) (laughs) Comic just stopped giving a fuck at some point. By the way, I like to imagine this was the moment where Dan DiDio said, hey, that's not a bad idea. This is Dan DiDio's favorite comic book. (laughs) That makes so much sense. Then Zeus stabs the world of a man with thunderbolts, and somewhere Poseidon roars with laughter. The thunderbolts, they stab them both. The world only seems to quake. What the hell did any of that mean? (laughs) What's even going on? Why is Wonder Woman bleeding? Why are they suddenly fucking making out? Why is Plastic Man jerking off in the corner, (laughs) strangling himself with his own arm? Actually, Plastic Man is in the shape of a heart-shaped balloon now. Get a room. Shut up. You boys go and give it your best shot. After that, it's up to me. And all your rules can go straight to hell, and so can you. I hate you all. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> fucking Superman's fingers are inside of her. <laughs> the fabric of reality only seems to tremble. Frank is still going with this. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, nothing that big has really fucking gone down. Chill out with the narration. <laughs> <laughs> In time, the bonds will form. These four will become legends, the stuff that dreams are made of. No, they won't because the series was canceled after ten issues. Also, they're all insane. (laughs) Especially Wonder Woman and Superman. The bonds of what? Bondage? Like, they all start fucking each other in, like, some kind of weird orgy in the Watchtower while Martian Manhunter looks on? So Superman, in the next panel, Superman is watching her leave and rubbing his chin and just saying, she's really a very nice girl. And that's the end of that. Okay. I'm not even... (laughs) The Justice League of America. For now, they are creatures of accident and destiny, each seeking their way to truth, to justice. Right this moment, it seems there's only one man standing in their way. (laughs) I love being the goddamn Batman. Batman is... Grinning and upside down. <laughs> I'm not even joking. That's the next page. He's more insane than last <laughs> we left him. I should be exhausted. I haven't slept in days, but I can't get tired, no matter how hard I try. Not on night like this. Not with my pulse pounding in my ears and dear Gotham calling to me like a sultry siren. Batman fetishizes Gotham in this version. Also, Batman admits it's been one night. (laughs) That time doesn't make sense in this world. I leave the Batmobile parked in a back alley off Gordano and Adams. That's taking a chance. Some loser with ideas might spot it and get himself electrocuted trying to steal it. That'd be damned inconvenient. But I've got no choice. 
I can't stay inside the car tonight. I can't stay inside anything. Not tonight. Ooh. I, the insanity just rolled off the page. So he's like, upside down that entire speech. No, no. He's running across a rooftop. Ah. I was about to say, I like how... The upside, the upside down part was just the I love being the goddamn Batman part. <laughs> well, once again, people forget goddamn Batman was a thing in this comic. He said it more than once. If anything, that's the funnier version of that line. <laughs> I love being the goddamn Batman. <laughs> Plays upside down and laughing hysterically. As after Wonder Woman and Superman made out and threatened, <laughs> made plans to kill Batman. <laughs> and Batman says it'd be really inconvenient if the Batmobile electrocuted a child. <laughs> the wind rips the... The wind off the river rips across the rooftops. Fish smelly and cold as hell. That, literally, he says fish smelly. <laughs> also, fish dash smelly. <laughs> also, Miller just used the wind across the river line Wonder Woman. Are you saying Frank Miller's stuck in a loop? <laughs> I, I don't believe you. Oh, my. Actually, we should get this line one more time in this issue if we're going by Frank Miller rule. 20 more times. 20 stories below me. Some idiot leans on the horn of his Peterbilt. Uh, Peterbilt? <laughs> hey, once again, what time is Frank Miller from? What city is Gotham? Some loon two blocks behind me laughs and calls to Jesus. Loon? Alright. It's a beautiful night. It's a perfect night. It's a hunter's night. Or a skate rape. Then immediately we get a full page spread of Batman just leaping into the air because Frank Miller was so insane that Jim Lee could do nothing but do splash pages. Well, we've already covered how thin these issues are. Like two things happen in each issue. By the way, I have to say the splash page is amazing because it's Batman leaping against the moon with his fist out and the cape billowing and everything. Like it's not as if this comic is not worth reading because at least it has Jim Lee's art. It's beautiful. But holy shit, you need a permanent marker to mark out all the dialogue boom. <laughs> you should take it and just white out everything and write a new dialogue to make it oh, a comic book. Oh, oh my god. There there's a okay, there's a caption box on the splash page that I missed, and it's the greatest caption box of the entire thing. Every inch of me is alive. <laughs> so Batman's saying he's hard. <laughs> yes. And his nipples are hard. Okay, cut to Batman on a rooftop. Because after laughing and and running, he just decided to take a breather. He turns dramatically towards camera with no sound effect or anything and says, A woman screams. <laughs> take my word for it. So he leaps across the screen and jumps into an alleyway. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I decided to get the laugh. That always works. <laughs> it's a perfect night. It's a hunter's night. So, you said that already, Batman. <laughs> so as Batman is leaping down, three thugs are attempting to rape a woman Ugh. because it's Frank Miller. Aww. Crunch! Batman takes out one of them and a knife falls upward. And then there's a very questionable shot of the silhouette of Batman over a dude wreathing in pain that looks like he's just anally raping him. Taste of your own medicine. No, please, Arg! Oh, 
Well, he, every part of him is alive at the moment, so what else is he going to do? <laughs> yeah, picture this. As this fight scene is going on, Batman has an erection. <laughs> so it cuts to the thug, and he, he has a broken arm that's twisted the other way. God, my arm, my arm, my hand. Why can't I feel my hand? There's no, like, periods or anything in this sentence. So Batman's kicking a dude in the face and knocking him into a dumpster. The woman is horrified, rightly. Why can't I feel my hand? It's called a confound fracture, rapist. It'll never heal. Not right, it won't. Not nearly right. You'll remember me every time the air goes wet and cold. Arthritis, punk. It'll hurt like hell. He, he just used arthritis as a threat. <laughs> That's that's there could have been so many ways he could have taken that, but arthritis. Because when I think badass one-liners, I think arthritis. So so the thug is is the other thug that was knocked into the dumpster is like he he has his nose broken and his teeth missing and he's going what what because even he doesn't understand this comic. What's a ward? What you're asking me? What what this? Then he punches him again. This. Then there's another punch, and he just keeps beating him and beating him mercilessly, and blood is everywhere. And he's likely killed the guy already, and he's just bashing his corpse in. And <laughs> it cuts to the woman, and she watches him beating the shit out of this dude, and then smiles. He Frank, Miller's, Frank Miller's view of the world is fascinating. You know, it would be awesome if he then took the woman, threw her into the Batmobile, and then drove her around for three days. <laughs> You want to so see nuts, lady? I'll show you nuts. <laughs> so what do you think, lady? Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> Is this cool or what? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't like this woman. Not one bit. It's starting to hurt. Oh, God, my arm is starting to hurt. It's really starting to hurt. I think I need a doctor. It's really starting to hurt bad. Help me, Mama Cita. It- what? <laughs> Is he talking to Batman? <laughs> that would be amazing. Can I call Batman Mama Sita from now on? So the woman approaches him and gives a scowl and then breaks his other arm, which is immediately, you know, that's pretty cool. Yeah, she's strong. She's more sane than Batman is. I'm not your mama, bottom feeder, and I've got Batman watching over me. You know, That's Batman's masturbating thing. in the corner. <laughs> That's not a good thing. Why would you proclaim that Batman's watching over you? Okay, so after she does this, he's in the he's you know on the other side of the alley, putting on a grappling hook. Uh, like he he's putting like some sort of thing, like wrist device on his wrist, and saying, "Good girl, you go home now. Catch a cab on Novik. It's well lit." Call your shrink if you got one, but don't call any cops about this. They're useless. They're worse than useless. Y- y- yes, sir, she replies. Because even she's still terrified. <laughs> and don't call an ambulance either. These creeps will survive, but I want them to suffer pain that'll last a lifetime. Yes, sir. Then she the fires off a grappling hook, and it tethers, and he swings away. And as he's swinging away, she says, thank you. I love you. Uh, Batman just gave this woman Stockholm Syndrome. Very quickly. That was <laughs> yeah. his superpower. Well, I mean, she she just saw what he was packing and, you know. No wonder Dick fucking uh, already said he was going to fight crime with him. 
after 15 minutes of being alone with him. So, this, this is Batman's response to the woman proclaiming her love. Nobody loves anybody, my darling. We just survive. The wind goes berserk. Electricity tingles my skin and rattles my whiskers. Rattles my whiskers? <laughs> also, chill the fuck out, dude. Just fucking, I don't care if your parents were murdered. Just calm down. That man's just... leaping towards screen again. Just, just, it's, it's like he's trying to fight the rain now. <laughs> <laughs> Which, which, by the way, independently of this comic, we've established Batman likes to do that. Yeah, he occasionally battles the weather. Another storm. Cool. A perfect night. A hunter's night. <laughs> Three times. Also, did Batman just say cool again? <laughs> yes. Batman is way too into being Batman. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Cut to Wayne Manor. Oh, no. Where Alfred, shirtless in his boxers, <laughs> is ripped as hell, beating a boxing, <laughs> beating, beating a punching bag. <laughs> White Manor, home, home to me for all these years. There was always something about a boy, even as a toddler, something dark and wild behind those eyes. How many a day, how many hundreds, thousands a time, day or night, did my black-eyed angel come home from his frolics in the wood, blood streaming his smiling, fearless face? He was always an adventurer, Bruce was, always jumping and running and giving himself a proper banging. Oh, dear Martha was always beside herself. Proper banging. (laughs) Yeah, I, 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 I tried to move past that as quickly as possible. And oh, dear Martha was always beside herself. The way she'd fret as I'd patched him up. She'd fetch her inhaler and speak of getting the vapors, even as her son giggled and laughed and prattled on about his latest escapade, chasing a frog or a rabbit until he'd slip and his little head would strike the cold granite. In the wee hours, when I checked on him and changed his dressing, Martha would be always be there holding his hand, her eyes wide and wet with a mother's worry. She never knew him, not until the last split second of her life. And then he punches the punching bag so hard that the chain breaks. Because he's Captain America now. <laughs> I was going to say, not until Zorro, the mark of Zorro. <laughs> Thomas Wayne always adored that old movie. Despite Martha's protest, he insisted his six-year-old boys see it. And see it they did, in a decrepit repertory house off all crime alley. There, a mugging became a double murder. There... A mother took one last look into the eyes of her only son and saw him become a demon. And now my demon, my black-eyed, brilliant, willful angel, has grown to manhood. And in his hubris, he's chosen a protege, an innocent young boy. I pray this child will survive this. I pray my master has not gone mad. There are so many layers to this. We can. <laughs> By the way, the last shot is of Alfred holding... The punching bag, looking angrily while sweating. I like this Alfred. He appears to be creepy and weird, but I like him. He's really the sanest character in this book. And he just said Dark Angel, so... So, it cuts to Dick Grayson in the Batcave, by himself. Thank God. <laughs> he's safe for now. <laughs> and he's looking at all of the chest of weapons, like ancient swords and shields and all that crap. And he's got, like, widened eyes. 
Batman works out of a really big cave. It's full of stuff. God, no, it's starting again. <laughs> it's like a museum would be if a museum could breathe. It's full what? of stuff. A museum would be if a museum could breathe. It's full of stuff. Just go home, Frank Miller. Just leave. Just, just leave. Just get out of here. And all the stuff is clean and sharpened and polished and ready to use. As he's saying this, he approaches a giant battle axe. The last pages of Dick holding the battle axe, looking down at it and smiling and saying, cool. Your parents were just murdered like two hours ago. And also, a dude could come back and rape you at any point. A dude in spandex. And meanwhile, your only solace is a dude who put you in pajamas against your will. Who may watch you get raped. <laughs> While talking about his dark angel. <laughs> <laughs> End of issue five. The nuttiest issue yet. So it ends with Dick Grayson going cool. Yeah, holding a battle axe. Wow, what a cliffhanger. <laughs> that was issue five. That was issue... Okay, I know we haven't really dwelled on the issues as we've read them, but wow. Like... Where to start? I just want to say, that was 41 minutes of talking about issue 5. <laughs> That's how much went down in that issue. <laughs> that was how much went down, and yet nothing really happened. Nothing at all. They're literally, like, two conversations. One involving the Justice League. One involving Batman and Rapists. And a third one involving Alfred talking to himself. Okay, I'm going to quickly speed through number six, because surprisingly, nothing really happens in that issue either. To be fair, nothing happened in issue five, and look how much we got out of it. Okay, open on Batman in the rain. <laughs> He's not laughing, oddly, which I find out of character for this version. He's laughing internally. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder why I never sleep anymore, but not tonight. It's been the kind of night that dreams are made of. The kind of night I was born for. Didn't he just say that? Batman still has a hard-on for this night. (laughs) (laughs) On my way to the same, I mean... On my way to the docks, I took out a trio of would-be rapists and left them with enough broken bone pain to last them a lifetime. I fed a drooling mugger his teeth by the dozen. He's probably still coughing them up. I kicked a sadist bastard pent through a pane glass window and kept right on kicking his sorry ass down the fire escape to a two-story fall on the wet pavement that a woman-beating creep will never forget. Marv? (laughs) Not even six, not even after six months in traction. There's nothing like some tasty little appetizer before a good solid main course. Then that damn muffler-deprived Harley comes charging in out of nowhere. Just what I need. Some damn amateur showing up out of nowhere. As this happens, Black Canary rolls in on the docks. Because she's a factor again. I just want to say, what was your last appearance? Issue three. You're on issue six. Yep. Crazy kid. She'll get herself killed here. She'll get herself killed. So Batman hides under the docks. Where the hell are all these damn wannabes coming from? Heroic bastard that he is. Then it cuts to the Gordon household, where Barbara Gordon is running up the stairs. Huff, huff, huff. She's running up the stairs, just out of breath. Oh. Um, 
By the way, she's 16 in this continuity, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. The human spirit is indomitable. Even here in the rain-soaked, blood-coat-caked canyons of Gotham City, even in Gotham, there is youthful joy. It's fucking Flash Gordon all of a sudden. Youthful hope needing only the spark of inspiration to give it purpose. Listen, Barbara Gordon, age 15. Oh, I'm sorry, 15. Oh, that makes it worse somehow. Yeah, I know. Barbara Gordon, age 15, listening to her dad. Now, Gordon is in the other room, and he's having a phone conversation. It's good to hear from you, Sarah. It's been months. I missed you. The kids are good. James is reading every storybook I can lay my hands on, and growing more insane as the days go on, I sure. Well, okay, he's making dear old dad read them while he studies the pictures with a detective's eye. Not that I'd ever try to influence his career choice, not me. With my luck, he'll probably wind up some kind of artist type with a ring stuck through his lip. He seems happy most of the time. As for his mom a lot, but you know how busy she is. Yeah, yeah, she's fine, just busy. There is no one on the other line of that phone, is there? (laughs) Probably not. And little Barbara? Just shy of sweet 16 and already the boys are lined up around the block. Human nature is indomitable, but life is complex. She's listening to her dad, who's just happening to... (laughs) To be talking on the phone to the woman of his dreams while his wife sits in the next room texting somebody. Well, Frank Miller knows what texting is. I know. So I like the idea that he just take, took year one and decided to make Gordon a complete slime. <laughs> like a genuinely compelling character arc from his greatest story, and he turns it into utter shit. Just a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I pity the kid who takes her out on her first date. I'm sure I'll be impossible. I've promised myself on a stack of Bibles I won't break any of the boys' fingers. Yeah, then there's that Batman business. Oh, here's my little angel now. Hi, sweetheart. As he was talking about breaking a kid's fingers. Gorn's not wearing a shirt. You need to make... <laughs> <laughs> well, he is smoking a cigarette. So Barbara comes up and kisses him on the cheek. Hi, Daddy. I'm going to hit the books. Big test tomorrow with Mrs. Ainsworth, who's totally a total... Who's totally a total bitch. Watch your language, baby. Hold on a second, Sarah. Jim Gordon, Captain, Gotham City Police, a good cop. What's in the backpack, Barbara? It looks heavy. Jim Gordon, detective. (laughs) (laughs) Ever have a detective for a dad? Barbara turns around and says, just did a little shopping, daddy, clothes and stuff. With that part-time job I got myself, I've got my own money to spend now. See ya. Never have a detective for a dad. Not unless you're really good at him. I was wrong. She actually does start cursing. And always throw in a smile when you're your dad. Stop saying that word. <laughs> so, yeah, Gordon... Sen- censor yourself, Barb. So, Gordon goes back on the phone to talk to the inanimate stranger, who's not actually there. Yeah, this Batman thing. The media's having a field day. All that stuff about the kid he's supposed to have kidnapped. First off, I'm not buying that. But he did kidnap him! There, there's pictures of it. <laughs> First off, I'm not buying that. I don't believe he'd do anything of the sort. He did! I don't understand he's what argument this comic book is having with itself. I've got a whole different problem with the goddamn Batman. Gordon calls him the goddamn Batman. That's how connected they are. What? No, it's not that he knocks the crap out of cops, either. Hell no, it's not that. After all, they're Gotham cops. You know what that means. Gotham cops. (laughs) 
You've worked in this town long enough to know what that means, Sergeant. These Gotham gun shells make those goons in Chicago you're corralling look like saints. As this is happening, Gordon's wife comes in with a empty shot glass and begins filling it with liquor. No one's a good person in this comic book. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Is Vicky Vale dead? Probably. Okay. Just wonder. No, I don't give a damn if he smacks officers Drew and Rafferty and flaps around. God bless him for that. I took a baseball bat to flash once myself. Yeah, remember that good comic? We should be reading that. Yeah. No, it's not that. What really bugs me about the goddamn Batman is what he's turned into, what he's become. The goddamn Batman has become a goddamn urban legend. He's inspiring copycats. Some of them are just girls. Some of them are young enough to be my own daughter. Really, it's that bad. Foreshadowing. As as he says this, by the way, there's a panel of Barbara pulling a grappling hook out of her uh, backpack. Subtle, Frank. Then it cuts to her wall where her silhouette is uh, – she's suiting up, and there's a poster of Batman from The Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, that makes a, sense. And then a poster of Batman from The Adam West Show. Because that makes sense. And then a poster of a boy band. That makes sense. Yeah, it's... then a sticker that says BMX. Oh, okay. how old are you, Frank Miller? <laughs> I know you didn't draw it, but Jesus fucking Christ. A and sticker they... that says BMX. Fuck all of you, <laughs> old motherfuckers. <laughs> so she's suiting up. She's putting on the yellow gloves and the belt and everything. Dad would kill me if he knew about this, but only if he knew, and he'll never know. I'm really good at <laughs> At least use a different word. Mix it up a little bit. She puts on the mask, and I look awesome. I don't want to keep going after when she starts doing stuff. She leaps out the window and throws a grappling hook. She falls and dies. She's not fucking trained. Fuck you, Barbara. <laughs> Youth, hope, inspiration, purpose, and mischief. Apathy. <laughs> oh, okay. This actually answers an earlier question. Five hours ago. <laughs> no, come on. St. <laughs> Renee's Medical Center. Jimmy Olsen runs past in, <laughs> in the hospital carrying flowers and a laptop. Jimmy Olsen, age 16, cub reporter for the Gotham Gazette. I, I accept it. You've got ten minutes till visiting hours are history, kid, the nurse says. Yes, ma'am. Olsen just got a message from Vicky Vale. Vicky Vale. She he can't even believe she knew his name. Vicky Vale. Miss Vale? Um, Miss Vale? I got a message they said was from you. Miss Vicky Vale? Only probably the most gorgeous babe in journalism on the whole planet. Gorgeous babe. <laughs> babe. Well, to be fair, it's Jimmy Olsen, he would say that. Uh, He's not technically wrong. No, he wouldn't. Frank Miller made that up. <laughs> of course he brought flowers. Mr. Olson, thanks for coming by, and thanks for coming so quickly. She's in bed, completely fine, except for, like, a couple of Band-Aids over her face. She was almost dead five minutes ago. The last time we saw her, she flatlined, actually. So, also, her, her like... Her collarbone was broken, and she's sitting up perfectly fine. <laughs> Were you able to fetch what I needed, Mr. Olson? Dot, dot, dot. Mr. Olson? Because you just keep staring. 
like a fucking idiot. Problem for Jimmy is someone else brought a heck of a lot more flowers, like from all over the world. Like from all over the world. <laughs> someone with a heck of a lot more money to spend. Mr. Ol- Olson? And uh, Jimmy brought, drops his flowers in the garbage and pulls out a, a MP3 player? What? This Frank Miller is up to date. Yes, ma'am. I've downloaded everything we've got on the Flying Graysons, Dick Grayson, and the Batman. It's all here. Thank you, Mr. Olson. My column just got a reason to exist. He should tell her to just call him Jimmy. Everybody else does. But he really gets off on the breathy way she says Mr. Olson. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy Olson gets off. He tries to take his eyes off her. And the panel, by the way, is an homage to the uh, poster for uh, uh, what's that movie? Um, oh, the Graduate. Yeah, the Graduate. Can I be of any further help, Miss Vale? Sure, you can. You can fetch my clothes from the closet. My housekeeper dropped off a fresh set, a nice enough outfit, and one with no blood on it. And then you can get me the hell out of this place, ma'am. Excuse me, but you're due to stay here for three more days. You're a journalist, Mr. Olson. You've got to learn to take chances. And then he, she starts undressing in front of him. Go, so, Jimmy. So he turns around. Fetch my clothes, will you? Yes, ma'am. Fuck you, Jimmy. He gets her clothes for her. He doesn't watch as she slithers out of her hospital gown. He doesn't watch as she gets dressed. Really, he doesn't. And the panel shows him watching. Because nobody's a good person in this. <laughs> oh, like you would turn away. Oh, I, you know. I'm shameless, Jim. <laughs> okay, Black Canary. Oh, oh, yeah, I forgot this plot. So, it was daytime in that sequence of events. Oh, it's now it's nighttime out. and raining. Well, it was five hours ago. Meanwhile, back on the docks... Six years from now? <laughs> lads, you never know it, but I w- used to work in a saloon. It was a pretty crappy joint. Attracted all the wrong types. And you know how it is with liquor and loose tongues. Well, one customer, one fine night, sure, and he was in his cups, and he got talking, bragging is what he was doing, to speak the truth. Turns out my good man was a fence, a seller of stolen goods, to be precise about it. And did he have a mouth on him? All puffed up he was, laying on about how there was a particular stretch of shoreline where a man could sell anything. And for a fine good dollar, the man said, this is Frank Miller's idea of Irish people. It's being laid on pretty thick. Yeah. So the two punks that she's talking to begin talking to each other. Who the hell is this broad? She sounds like a goddamn leprechaun. Take a hike, sister. This ain't a safe neighborhood for a girl walking around in her underwear. And she, like, starts talking more gibberish. (laughs) Oh, you tease a poor Colleen, don't you now? These aren't my dear dainties. (laughs) What? You know, in her first appearance, she didn't have any of this kind of dialogue. I'm pretty sure she wasn't Irish in her first appearance, either. Is this, like, her version of the Batman voice? She just talks Irish? <laughs> That'd be kind of amazing, actually. <laughs> I want that on Arrow. These be, my, these be my working clothes, and I paid a fine penny for them, to be sure. <laughs> and while we're on the subject of pennies, I'll be taking whatever you've got. Every last blessed nickel. That's unless the two of you are fond of spitting your teeth all over creation. What the hell is she talking about? She makes me feel like bees in my goddamn head. (laughs) It's not that confusing. (laughs) 
One of them pulls out a gun. She's not talking for much longer. It's been much. It's been months since I gut shot a chick. God damn it, Frank Miller. <laughs> this is gonna hurt bad, love chunks. Again with the love chunks. Oh, I left so much of that out of the third issue. You have no idea. Oh, Jesus Christ. She sneers. What did you just call me? And then beats him with a billy club. All that training, all those years, it finally counts for something. What? What? All that training? <laughs> she just beat him up with a billy club. <laughs> I by can the way, see that. By the way, the thug says what? What? <laughs> That's a thing in this comic. <laughs> what? Something better than feeding off the affection of barroom drunks. Something better. Something sweeter. Far sweeter. So she breaks one dude's arm with the billy club, swings him around, and then beats him again. No, please. Oh, yes. It's good to be alive. I think this dialogue is getting harder to follow. Yeah, it's getting harder to read. Now let's see what these fine gentlemen have in the way of money. Here now. My dear friend Caddy's just made her rent, and she doesn't even know it yet. No harm in playing a little Robin Hood now, is there? Then two other guys, actually three other guys, walk up with guns. Drop the chicks, chick, or drop the sticks, chickpea. You're busted and you're dead. Chickpea? Is it? It's better than love chunks. I'll give you that. And here everything seemed to be going so well, didn't it? Oh God, we return to Batman. Oh, just sitting under there monologuing to himself. <laughs> Five minutes ago. <laughs> God damn it, Frank Miller. <laughs> well, you're just trolling us now. I'm halfway convinced Fraction took over this comic. <laughs> <laughs> like he just decided to make Black Canary Irish. <laughs> yeah, she's Irish now. What the fuck are you going to do about it? <laughs> So he's watching a car from above. Where does Jocko boy walks free tonight? How far he walks? Well, that'd be up to me. You okay, Jocko boy? You look a little peaked. Fact is, you're going to look like you're going to puke. He's uh, riding on the car with a cop. Can I just say for a second, Jocko boy? I, I know. That and whether the creep ever walks again. A guy like Jocko boy Vanzetti always makes worse. Always makes me want to get some crippling done. With two wads of steel jacketed lead, he he turns into a wide-eyed twelve-year-old into an orphan. I I'm not gonna read the rest of this because he just keeps going and none of it makes any sense. (laughs) Fuck you, Frank. (laughs) And he's losing it. (laughs) I I'm losing my voice trying to do this Batman voice alone, and he's making me do so much of it. I've got a real problem with things like that. I fed Jocko Boy some nasty snake poison last we met. Lord only knows what he's seeing. And, of course, he's actually seeing, like, snakes and shit coming out of the the cop's face and eyes and nose and stuff. I'm good, man. I'm good. Just a little dyspeptic is all. Must have been the jail food, huh, Jocko Boy? But you won't have to be swallowing any more of that slop anytime soon. You got yourself some powerful connections, whoever it was that sprung you. Here's that heater we never found. A, what? B, <laughs> did Batman just admit to drugging a man? Yeah. With the and also, the, he- the heater refers to a gun. Of course. If I was you, I'd toss it straight into the drink. Because Frank Miller still uses the phrase, the drink. <laughs> I fed Jocko Boy some nasty snake poison. We know, well, Batman. 
I can only hope it's damn well awful. You know, I know Batman's insane in this, but I, I don't... Even insane people don't continually tell themselves they did things earlier in the day. Well, he has, like, a short-term memory problem, too. I mean. <laughs> He's like a goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> he just comes home, who the fuck is this kid in my cave? <laughs> he struggles. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> Where is it? You wouldn't give it to an ordinary citizen. Okay. I should wait until the good officers cleared the scene, but I don't. Ha 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 God damn it. So there's a splash page of Batman kicking in the windshield and kicking the, the officer in the face at the same time. Ha! Eat glass, lawman. Hi. Where's Batman? I don't know. Batman is. Sometimes a fellow can't help himself, especially when it comes to taking down a rotten cop. You just said they weren't rotten. <laughs> Stop compartmentalizing Batman, fuck you. So he takes up Jocko Boy Vanzetti and grabs him by the throat, and Jocko Boy says, Blog! Because that's the version of him being in pain, I guess. Batman mocks him for it. Blog? What's with Blog? I'll give you some talking to do, Jocko Boy. And then he turns because he hears the sound of gunshots. Oh, hell. That amateur. It's got to be that amateur getting herself in deep. Then he then he uh, elbows Jocko Boy in the face. Later, Jocko Boy. We'll catch up. It'll be nice. By the way, I, I should mention, like, Jocko Boy has been said, like, 12 times in this comic. <laughs> he is really proud of that. <laughs> First, I get myself a kid's sidekick. And now this. Damn. That's Superman's lunch. Don't steal things from Superman, Batman. <laughs> so she throws the she throws the billy club at dudes with guns. That that doesn't really make sense, but all right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah. she's got skill. This one, she's quick and she's ruthless. Kill a man soon as look at him. None of which will keep her living for too awfully long. Didn't so she at her for like five seconds. <laughs> So she's leaping around, avoiding gunshot. Damn your eyes! I don't, I don't know who she was talking to there. Fuck you, Frank Miller. So Batman shows up. Keep your head down, ma'am. Leave these clowns to me. And she's on the ground. Oh, sweet Jesus. It's the goddamn Batman! <laughs> End of issue six. <laughs> Does Frank Miller think these are cliffhangers? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what Frank Miller thinks anymore. I don't know if Frank Miller thinks. I think he just breeds off of insanity and and fumes of some sort. Jesus. Uh, Batman, no. But wait, is this the end for our dearly departed Frank Miller? Will Jimmy Olsen ever get to cop a feel? Has Plastic Man started jerking off to Japanese bukake yet? Will Superman spill precious Amazonian blood? Has Dick Grayson done much of anything since the last two issues? And will Alfred ever put a goddamn shirt on? For now, we wait, you damn amateurs. Wait until the next exciting chapter of Pulp Nightmare, the podcast that tells tales of the unaccountable. The worst is yet to come. <laughs>